Hey guys, welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. This episode, episode number 67, we talked about... Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Every time I fuck no. up, you... No, no, you... Did you, did you pause <laughs> no, it? No, I didn't pause it. Let's fuck, go. We're recording. Going. I don't no, care. I every like time it. I fuck up. Because I was going to say we talk about and then say something, but it yeah, didn't make no. sense. So first, I explain how I should... I don't, get, I don't care, dude. I'm That's cool. Good. I'm fine. Good. I'm fine. Get on with it. I talk about how I shit on the newest pyramid scheme, Monate, and how I got fire from it on Instagram, how I stirred the pot up, right? We talk about new technologies at gas stations. I was amazed by it. Frank thinks it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, we discuss a real-life Truman show, otherwise known as uh, the Dutch village where everyone has dementia. <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> it's so, such a funny title. Uh-huh. Um, we talk no about offense. Frank's new alarm clock, which everyone has to have. Revolutionizing I think he just sleep ripped game. everyone off of $120. Ripped him? Uh, try it out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Great I'll with, probably buy one. He'll come in bright-eyed it's, and bushy-tailed. Good morning. Go. Hey, Frank, <laughs> I slept like a baby last night. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. So we talked about an alarm clock. Very nice. And then the majority of the podcast, we answered your question submissions right to the to the question what is your biggest personal fitness and health downfalls right so a couple of them a couple of the downfalls that you guys submitted were sticking to a program for the full duration uh, not being able to maintain consistency in exercising daily Um, i compare myself to others in the fitness industry not always in a positive slash motivational way and i get frustrated with not seeing progress quickly and I'm really hard on myself. So we answer every single one of those. And that's that. I would say it's a short podcast that almost came out of my mouth, but it's not a short podcast. Definitely not. Hour 20 minutes, sit back, enjoy, relax, but keep your head pumping. And keep your eyes on the road, guys. If you're driving. Yeah, they're probably driving. All right, guys. Unless you have a Tesla. Have a, they're still driving. Oh, wait, they're not. No, no whatever. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey, Frank, what exactly does it mean to be growth-minded? Well, Justin, I'm glad you asked. It's a state of mind where you realize you don't know everything, but are open and willing to learn more in order to achieve more. And how does one know where to learn these things? What if it's false information? Well, bud, that's why you listen to the Young Minds podcast, where they tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Wow, I'm excited. I think I'm going to go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes and Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't want to shit on it and ruin it. I was like, maybe we could add something at the other. Oh, I, don't, I don't. So I feel great. I feel really good. Yeah, I bet you do. You do too, though. I feel great, but I know why you feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo! Yeah. What'd you take? Want to let everybody? <laughs> What'd you take? What drugs are you on? What drugs? Yeah. Um, no, nah, I'm. Tell actually, me your drugs. I'll I tell did you cordyceps. So I had uh, cordyceps. I had three pills which were 550 each so 550 that's 1100 and then 1650 1650 milligrams so 1.65 grams of cordyceps mushrooms because i was going to go work out before and then i took three quarters of a scoop of grind for the caffeine yeah so it was like a little pre-workout mix that's funny i'm drinking this bang for my caffeine and then i took only one pill of ashwagandha Mm. which is 200 milligrams i think it's four it's four? 400 milligrams of ashwagandha? Good chance. Now, you were four. explaining the difference between the two. Yeah, ashwagandha would be more- Because they're both food. mushrooms. Yeah, but just like turkey tail, how it's more gut health focused. You're not going to get anything okay. like mental, but then lion's mane will help you for you know, memory and shit like that. Cordyceps for performance, and then more mood for ashwagandha. More of like a relaxer, 
or like kind of a stress relief type of uh, response you'll get for it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're elevated in your mood in another way, it'll definitely help carry that momentum. <sighs> what way are we so, talking? Tree of life? You tell me. <laughs> tree of life. Yeah. That's what we'll keep it at. The tree the, of life. The tree of life combination. Fun little toy. No, nah, dude, it's awesome. It's a great tool. And I wish I wish people more people knew about it. But, you know, yeah, it is what it is. I think it's just too way too taboo right now yeah, to even. No. We'll leave it. Hey, take advantage of it now. And then later when we have the wisdom. But is it, isn't it funny, though, how many people come in here and we talk about the tree of life and they're like, oh, yeah, I do it, too. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, huh, OK, like you, too. There's well, a yeah. lot of people who just don't talk about it. That's how that's how marijuana was. Go back 15 years ago. No one fucking wanted to talk about it, but everyone was doing it. Not everyone, but. You get the point. Yeah. But the people that you didn't think were doing it were doing it. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the problem because the people that you knew who were doing it were usually the losers. So the association was built and solidified around, oh, you're going to be lazy. You're going to be a loser. You're going to, you know, not have a job. Weren't you just having this conversation with someone the other day who to this day still think that, uh, what was the sentence she said? That it's going to be on the street and no. So she's, well, all right. So she was saying, uh. Well, yeah, no, I definitely think marijuana should still be illegal because why would you want to add another drug onto the streets? And she goes, well, and I go, what the hell does that mean? Like, what does that matter? And she goes, well, have you ever been to Portland, Oregon? Because weed's legal there and you see all the bums in the streets smoking <sighs> weed. I was like, like that's not a correlation that you like, make. Correlation does not mean causation. Yep. I was like, learn your statistics and logic, you know, and then also understand what, what it is. Because when you demonize something that you don't know about, that just shows that you have this, like, you're on a team. You're on a side, you know. And it's just, it's blanket thoughts. and It's so funny, of- though, because no one thinks about every prescription pill that's, like, put out that's new. And that's like, oh, this pill is 10 times stronger than Oxycontin. Oxycodone. Yeah. What is it called? They're, they're the same. Oxycontin, which is, like, Content. the hardcore one, oh, okay. is oxycodone. But they keep pulling like the- out... Pills that are like, oh, this one's five times better, five times stronger, and no one thinks says a thing. But like a no. plant that grows, like, oh, no, but, I don't know, that's a drug. But those were laboratory scientists who are, yeah, who right, are yeah, backed yeah, yeah. by there the FDA, go. and the FDA sure has my back, you know. And it's like, all right, well, they approve fucking sun kissed soda. Is that okay? <laughs> do, do you want that? You know, it's like, well, yeah, people are uh, cool with that. Let's pick and choose our battles at this point. <laughs> So did you see, I know you haven't really been on Instagram, but did you see the post I made the other day? I was fucking firing. I was, I was stirring the the pot. The one where you spilt shit on your fucking head. (laughs) I love stirring. You know what it was though? I saw a meme and it was like, it was like uh, friends, right? Like what your friends say. I was like, please don't, please don't say that. It's going to stir the pot. And then had a picture of a little kid with like a smirk on his face, stirring a pot of sauce. And he was just like looking at the camera with a smirk, like. So I was like, fuck yeah, like I love stirring the pot, right? Uh, so I had made this video previously about Monat or how do you pronounce it? Monate. Monate. Well, I that was from the girl's comment. Yeah, exactly. That's why I I'm, know nothing about this shit. So it's just it's just an ML, MLM, multi-level marketing where uh, this shampoo product came out. And I'm sure people listening, you know someone who you follow on Instagram that fucking promotes the shampoo and they're like, oh, my team is the best. Make money from home. I love my business. I love. And every time I hear that, I'm like, that's a fucking scam. Like it's not a real business. Like no, you're giving false value to just a bottle of shampoo. Well, it's perspective. So that, it's perceptive value, right? So yeah, they're creating exactly. a, a cult. It's really weird. You're creating a cult, which is of no harm to anybody, right? It's not a scam, but what it is is kind of like a. It's this pocket of people that. As that pocket grows, the people who got there first make the most money. So it's kind of like, all right, everybody come in, come in, come in. Don't be the last one in. It's one of those. It, the concept is 
it's harmless yet harmful to the people who don't know how to take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I get money listen, and time into it. And they invest it is it. a real business and it works and it makes money and I get it. It's cool. Like it, great job marketing. So this, this company, uh, Monate is killing it right now, killing it. They're like one of the top MLM companies out right now. It's like first you know? form too for supplements. It, they do that shit. too? They do, yeah. First With, form, you have to like sign up people? Yeah, you basically become a, uh, a legionnaire or some shit. No they, way, I did not like know that. that. Yeah, I used to res I used to like look up to Andy Frisella, the guy, the CEO. And he's a good guy, smart businessman. I mean, incredibly smart businessman. Of course, 100%. But, you know, then it gets too big. And then now first form is everywhere. And once something regarding fitness and health, is, well, it's not even health really, it's fitness, is that big, it's a good chance it's going to get spread too thin. And it's gonna be a bunch of schmucks in it's there. It's actually very true. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I just made a post. Uh, <laughs> I made a video. It was actually really funny. But I, I filmed it. I filmed it last year in 2018, like towards the end of it. Obviously, you see, I have my head shaved, so it wasn't. <laughs> it was late 2018, and uh, I was just fucking. I was just having fun. I was like, Monat, this is. I was like, all the girls post about it. Us men need to step up. Everyone asked me, Justin, how do you get such thick hair? Well, here you go. And I like squirt it on my head. And I was like, first you put it on. Then I took a towel and I wiped it right off. I was like, then you wipe it off. Monat. And I was, what I said? I was like, oh, you need to buy a thousand bottles so I can make money. Join my team. Like, love it. And, yeah. and I didn't even tag Monat. So I don't know how these girls saw it. But I got you a didn't tag Monat in there? Bullshit. No, I didn't. I didn't. The, the I tagged them, but I didn't hashtag it. Because the tag really, only the owner sees it, right? I, I mean, I got... Who ta someone tagged me in it, Mike. Mike tagged me in your post, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then that's how I saw it because I was taking like a hiatus uh -huh. off of Instagram, just like didn't click it. And then I click it, and then Mike was like, "Yo, you let Justin do that?" I go, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, let "On Instagram." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Like I have no idea what you're talking about. So I went on there, and he actually tagged me in a comment, mm. and I was like, what "So the hell a is bunch this? of girls who are in the pyramid scheme, yeah, kind of like messaged me and tried to bring me down, and I'm just like." I didn't respond because I – well, I did respond, but I didn't, like, get into what she was telling me. She's like, you say you're so growth-minded, but you're small-minded. You don't get us girls in the MLM format. And I was like – my response was just, okay, let's talk in 10 years and see how your in, – in air quotes, your business is doing. Honestly, for a girl who looks good on Instagram, probably really good. But you don't stick with MLM They're not going to be genuine people that you want to hang out like that's a, it's a trend. Like Monat is a trend right now. It's going to, they're skyrocketing. They're killing it. And then it's just going to go away like anything else. It's like, it's not a real. Well, probably will. Yeah. Because then people catch on and say, okay, well, recruiting more people is not going to work because everybody who gets recruited goes to sell it. And then the people who hear that person sell it, hear their pitch, they go, oh, is that that Monat shit? And then exactly. from there, then you hit that dead end. It's and that's, kind of like that's where it's happened. getting to right now. Yeah. It's getting to like, oh. This girl, she just dropped on the Monate bandwagon again. And that's like, uh, did you ever see on Netflix the uh, Neutralife? No, no, it's called uh, Herbalife, not Neutralife. Yeah. Herbalife. Oh, dude, I used to get hit up all the times. That yeah. was like 2014 when it was hot. And I was just getting making my way in the fitness industry on Instagram and like people were coming out. Herbalife, it's the best. I'm part of this great team. Join my team. Make money from home. This is all great. My team is perfect. Yeah. I love my crew. And it's like, <laughs> dude, after, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you don't, you're not anything. You're making money for them. That's like isogenics. Uh, a lot of people I know who do isogenics. I'm yeah, like, I don't really know do that. you, it's, it's, a fit, it's like a cooler version of Herbalife, but it's more fitness oriented, right? So they're, they're kind of jumping into the physical market, but they still have the supplements and they're like, oh, do this seven day cleanse. Did, and did then you ever you do, do one? Did you ever do an MLM? Sign up to one? Amway. 
I did. You did Amway? Yeah. I this did is... Verve. Do you remember Verve? No. What the hell is that? Verve? Verb when I was a kid. Dude, remember Verb, the commercial? Verb, it's what you do on like Nickelodeon. No. Remember those commercials? And they had, I didn't understand Wait, what yes. Verb was. Right? It was always just like. Yes. Yeah, what was it for? Verb. What was it for? It was just verb. So I guess it was like an initiative to get kids to move. Mm. You know, because it was always showing kids playing football or like soccer or and some then shit. And then like running with their mom. Just like <laughs> blowing bubbles and shit. And then it was like verb. It's what you do. And then back to, you know, Rugrats or some shit. Okay. But yeah, so I, I did. I so said, verb, I was like, what? <laughs> verb was like a smoothie health drink. Yeah. And I don't know who fucking signed me up to it. But I didn't know. This was my first year of college. And for some reason, I didn't know about MLM or Pyramid Scheme. And I was just like, you know, I got the whole, I fucking fell into it. And I got the whole gist. I signed up. I bought my package. And uh, I was like, okay, so I only need to sign up this many people and I'll make this much money. So I'll never forget. I fucking, I made a printout, right? With a beautiful sheet, Verve, and like I put logos on it and this huge thing and like a code to sign up. And I... I stood up in front of class before the teacher came in, in college at CW Post, and I like made a little presentation and then handed it out to everyone. And I was so fucking nervous. Like I just wasn't good at speaking at that point and then sat back down in my chair. And then a couple, like sometime after, like a couple months after when I realized like what it was a pyramid scheme, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God. I, like I totally just tried to hook all them up with that and like yeah. pull them all in. I was like, what am I doing? Here goes my reputation. Exactly. I was like, ah, that's why I I'm dropped that out guy of CW Post. Yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> oh man. No, but I felt I the felt shark. Through. You know. And then you could see analytics on the post, and it was shared 28 times. So 28 oh, wow. people threw it around and were like, like look at look this. Look what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. Oh man. Yeah, well, that was funny. That's what happens when you trigger a bunch of Insta girls. You know, like the Instagram girls. Like the every picture gets that filter oh yeah week, whatever the hell the you read the filter is i don't even know yeah. I just made up hardcore one. filter popping colors and duck lips yeah that's the mo Ugh. monate that's the monate like uh vibe and just no blemish on the face oh ever dude like Not baby's bottom shiny yeah just like like matte. the sun you could be indoors and the sun is glistening off your face <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> how did you do this <laughs> i hate it man it's just like because then it's like what what do you expect when you meet somebody in person and now you've advertised such a high level right now when you present your real self who's gonna like you who's gonna accept you you know, unless you're completely blind to that, you know, if you're trying to date through Instagram, that's a huge problem. Don't do that. You know, if you're trying to, you know, get known, the second people meet you, they're going to be very disappointed. Mm -hmm. I have I have friends like that, dude, who are I know them in person and I know them on Instagram. I'm like, yo, you're not you're not showing yourself like this isn't you. You're fake. Yeah. I don't tell them that because I could care less. You know, I have my own stuff I'm working on. Yeah. But it's like I see it. It's so prevalent. But that's – dude, the other day. So this is a huge – I mean we've been talking about this a little bit past couple of days. I've been really analyzing just like what do I want out of life? Like what do I – what am I looking for, right? And I remember looking at Instagram and being like what do I care? Like why do I care about this? Like what what is it for me, right? Before it was kind of an advertising tool for this and just try to get this out because I like this. I like the long-form conversations. So it's like how do I get people to listen to the conversation – that is my type of social media, not the pictures, like the videos, flexing on Instagram, trying to be someone. On, I didn't want to be someone, but I wanted to be interesting enough to where people stop and say, oh, who's this? Instead of being like, oh, this is a picture of me and my puppy. This is a picture of me and my girlfriend. This is a picture of me out to dinner with my family. Like no one cares about that, really. Yeah, you know, that's like the, what Facebook's for. For the Yeah, for the views and for things like that. So it's like, all right, I'm in this 
I'm in between trying to balance making as much of a of a, a wave a, a wave or a ruckus like make ruckus. moves <laughs> fucking what, are you what trying is to the do? Word? make a ruckus out here bro <laughs> what is the term that I'm looking for I'm in the audience know. I'm trying to like, like I'm trying to make an impression mm-hmm. right to say hey look listen to the long form version of this guy right but don't be quote unquote that guy you know so like I want to I want you to look at me and be like, okay, cool. This might be interesting. I think Let we do a listen. great Let job of portraying that. We do a great, we do a great I job I don't of... do anything now for it because I'm just, I don't know. There's no way to do it. Because if you, just by posting, you're trying to get people to view you, right? So now it's like, all right, what do I want to no, show? No, I disagree I because you don't have to be like that. Remember I, we talked about it. But like, it's not interesting enough. So you nobody just... goes viral from being themselves. No, but fuck going viral. Who wants to go viral? Just have fun with it. Because this, I don't this have is the thing. saying, hey, look. No, because here's, here's my point. So go ahead. I was thinking about what I want to do. I want to go away. This is like my ultimate goals in life are to go away, have fun with the people that I love, right? Ultimately, that's like the pinnacle of my existence. The second I was thinking about like, all right, so when I start making more money and things are coming in nice and I don't have to worry about much, like I want to, you know, maybe rent a nice car and go up for a cruise on like a sick road. Like I always wanted to do that. The first thought that came into my head was, dude, the picture would be dope like on the set and the second i thought of the picture i was like fuck you in my head i was like why why did you go there like no, immediately pictures, thought of the picture yeah. i see what and you're I was saying like, Whoa. So i get my, what you're saying but my like thought process pictures is, have always been a beautiful piece of art and and history for people like you're thinking of it in a bad way of social media but it doesn't have to be like having a picture and having that memory. It's a beautiful thing. It's a not, beautiful thing to have. It's not what I'm saying. You're, you're jumping in. What I'm saying is it is not supposed to be the first thing you think about. I immediately thought of like the angle that the shot would be. I was thinking <laughs> of the. So let's put it this way. I wasn't thinking, hey, look, I want to flex. But what I was thinking of was my vacation in terms of pictures. So okay. when I view or see something now. Right. Like, oh, that looks cool. It's because it was a picture. It was because it was someone else's video. I'm looking at other people's lives through social media, but I don't ever hang out with those people. I don't know them. And I'm getting the perspective from somebody else through this thing in my pocket. I, I'm constantly. Yeah. Well, in that's touch why with that. that's why I preach all the time, especially to Caitlin. I'll throw it right on the bus for this. I tell her all the time. Unfollow everything you just don't care about. Only follow the good things like you were just talking about Steve Yellow and how. Not just amazing his pictures are, but you know him as a person too. So you're interested in to see what he he does. Because if you look at Instagram, right? Sure, you could follow someone. Oh, I have to follow them. We like talked once. No, fuck that. If you really hate their posts and it annoys you, why would you want to look at something negative every single day that you have the control over? Like, that's why social media, you know, you really have to fine tune it. Only follow what you want to see. The very cool stuff. So... It doesn't have to be photos. There's accounts that post information. Like I follow this space account that posts uh, all just new information about space that they're finding out. Fucking beautiful. There's no nice pictures. It's just text. They literally post pictures of text and I read it and I enjoy it. And that's how I like to fill my time. Sure, I, yeah. I follow some people who just post really dope imagery, but I like all the, you know, that's my thing. Like I like cameras and cinematography and all that stuff. So yeah. it interests me. But I've I've plenty of times went through social media and like, I'm going to cleanse it today and fucking unfollow everything I just don't want to see because I don't want to waste my time on something, seeing shit that I'm just like boring, stupid, negative, you know? 
Yeah, no, I'm so definitely, to, definitely not talking about it as if it's a concern to me personally. Like, oh, I hate seeing people do things that are dope and like I'm getting jealous. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when I look at things and I think of an experience, I think of the picture. I think of the how this is going to be told in a story. Like how it's just the way that we live today. And you're no, I, I you think 100% like that are that. Like you I have am, to. Oh. You're literally shooting videos of you putting the fucking cameras up before. Like I'm talking about that. Like but I, I hold on. It takes me out of the moment thinking of that. So when I'm alone and I haven't been on Instagram lately at all to look at other people just doing anything. It could be my sister and the nie my nieces, right? Like it could be her profile and I love watching them. That alone is a problem because it's like taking me out of the moment. So the past three or four days, I've literally just not looked at my phone. I mean, once in a while, but like compared to what I normally do, it's been amazing. And I want to go back to that for a very long time because I find that that's the healthiest way I could think straight because my thought process also stays fluid. Like when I'm thinking of something or talking about something or having a conversation with somebody and then I immediately go to my phone after it doesn't matter what I'm looking at. The fact that I just grab my phone to go look at something that is not like an email that is relative to me or um, a text message from somebody like planning something out. It's just social media or to check like even the the, the stocks that we were looking at before. Mm -hmm. Like even just checking something that's not going to affect so me right now. Here's that's, what I want to. It's just something that I'm like, all right, put this on the side. And here's something I'm picking completely. up. Uh, I've known you for about a year now. Yeah. Right. About a year. Mm hmm. I feel like you're always in this cycle of, oh, okay, I want to do Instagram. I want, no, 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 I want to do social media. And then, oh my God, fuck it, I hate it. And then you go back and then you go forward. I think being that it's 2019, you definitely have to find some middle way, or even if it's a little more to the side of no social media, but try and find something where it's like a good even flow. Check it for like a half hour a day, and that's it. No, away. I think I'm just but not like, made to post because I'm too realistic. Yeah, so I'm but, but what I'm saying is I see you because, great, what you said right now, I've heard it four different times within the past yeah. year, yeah. you know? I've heard you say this before. And then you go back to Instagram, you're like, oh, this is so cool, this is fun, like I enjoy doing it. And then all of a sudden you're back. So it's like find a mid, find something that works, you know? Yeah. Because it, it, is, it is fucking and, 2019, dude. And that's you what can't. I, yeah, so you've only known me be due to the fact that we've started a media company, right? And that's been my my issue, is that I'm in a company that I don't mesh well with with my strengths. My strengths yeah, are right here, this. right? Yeah. So this doesn't have glamor to it, it doesn't have editing, it doesn't have uh, fixing my pictures, it doesn't have a caption, it doesn't have text. This is me when I interact with people. Yes. This is my shit. So anything around that, that to promote this, that's my struggle. So I get the good positive feelings every once in a while because maybe it worked once or twice in two solid posts. And then I'm like, all right, cool. This is working. Maybe I don't feel like I'm trying too hard. Then I'll be like, I have nothing to post. I need to keep up with the listeners because this is what I've tried to promote. Then that's where the struggle comes and in. And it comes yeah, in these ebbs and like flows. That. And no, I, I see that. I see that you don't I, like that. It's not even that I hate it. It's just I don't know how to do it. It's like basketball. I don't hate basketball, but we play it and we suck. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, all right, well, I, I'm not going to take up a career in basketball. This is terrible for me. This you is a bad strategy. Strengthen your... You know? uh, your, your so, strong points. That's what I'm saying. Fucking I'm talk it up, dude. Yeah. Talk it up and that's it. Triple down on my shit. Exactly. You know, 100%. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, this new feat of technology I encountered last week. New feat of technology. Dude, I was Never mind blown. This shit. Mind blown. What is this? I was actually, I wanted to tell you the day it happened. And I was like, mm, I'm going to save it for, for What's a What's happening? So, uh, 
my mom told me, she's like, oh, go to this gas station. Uh, it's it's 10 cents off every gallon if you're a member, right? Cumberland Farms. Ever hear I know. Yeah, the green. Yeah, yeah, it's the green. green super yeah. high tech looking. So I'm like, so first, the first thought in my head is like, sure, 10 cents off a gallon if you're a member. They probably jack the price up and then give you 10 cents off and it's the same as everyone else. So I actually, uh, I did some research about other gas stations around and uh, no, like they actually legit, like you get 10 cents off. Everyone right now is $2.60. They're $2.60 too. If you're a member, every time you fill up, $2.50, right? Ooh, big, big deal. But whatever. I was like, no, I was like, hell yeah, it adds up. Adds yeah. up a year, two years, three years of driving with yeah. them. So I was like, okay, I'll sign up, become a member. So I pull in, brand new place right here in Ronkonkoma. Beautiful facility. Everything's perfectly clean. Very appealing colors. I park in front of uh, a pump, right? And it says, like, get the app, become a member. So I get in the app and I fill out some stuff. You know, I download it, name, whatever. And then it asks me for my bank account info, like literally routing number and account number. So I'm like, okay, uh, sure. Like I'll put sure. it in. No, but but so, okay. so hear me out on this, ready? So I put it in, finalize everything, and then uh, listen to how this fucking works. The tech behind Cumberland Farms. I pull up to the gas station now, take my phone, open it, open the app. It goes, are you at this location, pump number eight? You look, pump number eight, hit yes. Put your phone down, get out of the car, pump your gas. Like literally just get out of the car, take the nozzle out, pump your gas, put it back, get back in your car, drive away. It knows where you are. It knows what pump you're at. It charges directly from your bank and you just bounce. It was like, it's so, it, I was fucking like, what did I just do? Like, that was really cool. They got 10 cents off and it's just like, every time there's a new thing in technology, I always think to myself like, okay, is this good? Or is this another thing that humans are just going to become more retarded? Right? Like, are we going to lose one more capability that we have because of technology? But I don't know. The, the, uh. Yes. Yes. You think so? Yes. <laughs> That's fucking pointless. Because basically, no, it takes out. It's oh, really it's cool. so useless. No, wait until you do it. I'll just, no, because no, no, no. So now you miss out. On think about swiping this. a card. You miss out on your mileage points for your flights. You miss out on. Yeah, I mean, I don't use my credit card for that, though. I use my points on something else, food shopping. Why wouldn't you use points for everything? Do you debit at the gas pump? Uh, no, usually I use the credit card. Yeah, you got it. I mean, if you get points in any way, shape, or form, like if it's like every dollar, you get a point. Every time you go out to eat, you get two. Or like every time you travel, you get three. Well, maybe you could add a card. You just do everything. Maybe you can add you know? a card. I'm sure Cause you Because directly from the bank account, I feel like there's no reason. To ever have to do that if you have the power to put in a credit card. That's the only reason why I'm against that. But it was really cool. It's just it's cool, but it's like, what? why do we have to simplify everything? Like, you can't get... And I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying, like, the thought process behind that whole thing was like, we want people to be super loyal. I get that. The marketing is really good. The marketing is oh, it's great. Fantastic. Very, very good. I mean, but I don't, as the consumer now, I look at it and go, that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, why do I have to go that far to do that, put all that information in, and then, I don't know. I just feel that it's it's an unnecessary extra step. It's not stupid. It's not I beneficial. Think I think it's, it's the just, way they're just molding with the times, you yeah. know? And I think where the you times use your are going too for far with that. Yeah. No. That's something. Like, I uh, think all gas stations are going to like Uber succumb cool. to that. 
Uber, I'm down. Cryptocurrencies, let's make the US dollar a cryptocurrency. Bro, Uber's the same makes thing. sense. No more cards, no more cash. You just but that makes pick more me sense. up here, that, drop me off, and that's it. It's paid. That makes way more sense because what if that is your medium of getting around all the time? That's your mode. Bro, it's the same thing. It. Pull up, fill up, bounce. That's it. <laughs> Think about it. I pull up. I fill up. If you're driving a car, you bounce. should always have your license on you, right? So if you have your license on you, you should always have a credit card. It's kind of the same thing. Of course. So then, but with a Uber, you don't need a license. I mean, you should have it on you anyway. But <laughs> why would you swipe your car and then be, oh, I got to fill it up. And I just, just thought it was cool. I, I thought, thought it was cool. pretty cool. Yeah. And you know what I noticed too? Uh, they're very uh, detailed over there because I was just looking around. When I pump gas, I fucking, I make it, I hate to just watch those TVs. You ever, you ever pump gas and there's a TV? And like, I just look so, around and watch. Exactly. Me too. Thing. I look around and watch people. And sometimes I'll catch myself like you just get drawn to screens nowadays. And I look and I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm I'll always turn. interested. Like, what are they advertising? What do you think I want? So I'll I like always make a point to just shit. look out into the nature of cars driving by. And I noticed that at Cumberland Farms, their sidewalks on the inside, it's not a, a rectangle. So it's not a ledge. Mm -hmm. It's a really steep, uh, not a steep, like uh, a ramp, a nice ramp. And that's really smart because gas stations, people are back in side three point turn. Everyone's always spinning around. So you're always like, you'll see tire marks all over because people are clipping it. Yeah. But this is no clipping. You just kind of ramp up it if you if you go too far. So I was like, that's a really fucking smart idea. It is. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It passes fine. the Frank passes uh, approval. The Frank. No, okay. because they're there. <laughs> the curbs are there so you don't blow through a goddamn gas pump, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you'll, you know, so you'll, if you could like ramp up. You it, ramp up and you're like, oh. I know, but if you had, so somewhere. let's say you're irresponsible and you have speed and like maybe, oh, I thought it was the brake and I hit the gas. The ramp will give you air. If you have, <laughs> you're, bro, no. You're going to Travis Pastrana <laughs> that shit right through. It's definitely not a ramp. It's literally like this. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll give it to you. And if you're going fast enough, you'll go over a regular yeah. curb anyways. Yeah. With a 3,000 yeah. pound car. <laughs> I just thought that was cool. Yeah, now I'm trying to find the opposition. I'll take, I'll take a video of me that next one. time pulling up, filling up, bouncing. Hey, okay, we'll get the time down. We'll see. Like a pit crew. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that'd be great. They're cool. Yeah, the... uh you have the questions? I'm really eager because you started baiting me with those. But oh, actually, before that, hold on. Guys, I sleep like a baby now and I wake up like a motherfucking princess. Dude, I feel like you're making me. You have I'm to get to, it. I'm you about to, to spend. It. Okay, guys, listen. You have $100 in your bank account? Cool. You're going to wake up like a champion. 120 now. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now, if you go to Walmart, for some reason, Walmart's They're got at it for 95 Walmart? Yeah. Walmart's, I looked at it just now just to get the name of it, just to look it up. And it is called the Philips Wake Up Light Alarm Clock with Sunrise Simulation and Sunset Fading Nightlight. And basically what that means is it's, it's this giant, it looks like a big light bulb. It's the shape of a light bulb, like a little satellite dish. And it's this white face with the time, like an alarm clock uh, style on the bottom. It's all like touch screen. It's really cool. Oh, it is? And Yeah. And you put it on your nightstand aiming at you on your bed. And at night, it's it's it could act as a light, right? So it has all these varying uh, shades. So from zero to 20, zero being nothing, 20 being extremely light, like white light, like the sun. Um, and then everything in between is just like a goes from like a deep red, like a sunset all the way up to a sun, like a full sun white. Right. And you could choose however you want. It could be a light. Right. It acts as a clock and a light if you want that. That's the first layer. Then as well. It is an alarm clock. Now, what is cool about this alarm clock is that it's not that annoying, like, when it goes off, it's eh, 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 and there's a light maybe. No, no, it's not that. Yeah, I don't, it is, I don't do that. It is a, a half hour. So if I set my alarm 
for 6.30 in the morning. At 6 a.m., the light turns on, but it's a light red hue. And then every five minutes, it goes up like a little shade. And then you wake up out of nowhere and you don't hear anything it's so if i had to wake up at 6 30 i'm waking up at around 6 10 no i'm waking oh, up oh you mean with this i'm like right. physically getting out of my rem sleep i'm waking up at 6 10 right and now i'm like hmm okay i i know i have to get up because that light is on but i know i have 25 minutes you know like when you wake up from an alarm clock and you snooze it like you anticipate those eight minutes but this is even less than a snooze because you're kind of just like it's gentle like someone's just like rubbing your chest yeah yeah, and yeah you're yeah. like oh like, hi, hey. I guess I got to wake you're up like, soon, but like, that's my 20-minute call. Good morning. Yeah. You're kind of just laying nice still. And then the next five minutes is a little bit more intense of a light, right? And then isn't there an, it's just a, a noise? Isn't there? Hold, it, that, that's the end. Oh, you want to save it? Hold on. You want to put a cherry on the top? Yeah, yeah chill, chill, chill. <laughs> so now we're going up the spectrum, right? <laughs> we're going up like the the uh, the light spectrum. So now it's we're 10 minutes deep into the light turning on, and it's, it's apparent to me as I'm laying there. I'm getting comfortable. I'm trying to just like... You know, like what you do when you snooze. Put the blankets in between your legs. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, basically, right? You <laughs> cuddle up. You're like, I'm gonna find a new position. Just try to like rest this out. But I know I have to wake up. You're you're baiting yourself. You're um you're priming yourself to wake up, right? So over time, so now 15, 20 minutes deep, right before it's about what what are we looking at? Six twenty five, right? It's just about to be the the kicker here, right? Six thirty, and it's bright now, still silent. Everything's chill, and you're like, you know what? I I could get up right now. I could. But I'm not going to. I'm going to wait. 6.30 hits, man. Full brightness. You really can't sleep with this brightness, but you're primed. You, you've been eased into it. Now, birds start chirping, dude. Little cheep, 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 cheep. Just hold birds on, are on, like nature. This, this is what happens, bro. This okay. is what happens. So here. Cheep, 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 cheep. Chip 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 chip. And it gets louder. Sound I've ever heard Fuck in my life. you. Okay, <laughs> but it gets progressively louder, and then you hear like, like a waterfall, and then like you'll hear like one bird in the back. It's like, <laughs> like one of those he's high up really high he's a bigger bird but then he got like a little sparrow and at the end it's like all right get the fuck up bro no that goes on for a half hour so if you're strategic you could put this alarm on for 5 30 i mean put the alarm at six right and if you have to get up at 6 30 you put the alarm on at for six o'clock and then you wake up at six like you get out of bed at 6 30 if that's your goal make the alarm for six o'clock and you're just listening to birds chirp. You could barely sleep, but you're doing that like, I'm too lazy to wake up sleep thing. Now, you know what that sounds like Dude, to me? whoa. That sounds like the way we used to wake up for millions of years, evolutionary. Total human optimization, another win. That is exactly the way people used to wake up. We used to wake up with the sun and go to bed with the sun, yeah. right? Yeah. So once it rose, what is it? 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m.? Yeah. People would just get up naturally. Our fucking cortisol would kick in and we'd get up. When the sun goes down at 7 p.m., we would all go back to our caves and uh, melatonin would kick in, mm -hmm. you know? But yeah. now that's all that's fucked with all yeah. this artificial light. And what's good about it too is the type of light. So like your lights in your base or whatever the hell you live is this, it's on or off, right? You have a dim switch, which is fine, but like who really does the dim switch, right? So on this light, you could actually have it go progressively dimmer and dimmer and dimmer when you wake up no as you're sleep uh, like you're winding down the night oh you could do so a, it's like all right descending oh so you could sunset i mode. see that's really cool yeah so now it's just like so you hey, could shut off all the lights you could have it really bright and it's like your table lamp 
and then you could set it for like in a half hour to totally dim out and you're just like you could do that or you could just go manual like all right look we're getting towards the end mm. hit it down like five or six and then it's a little less and then whatever you're doing like for me i gotta still gotta like you know do so how work. have yes. how how long have you Things had it before that three days how has your morning's been amazing like i wake up at 6 30 voluntarily now because it's almost i haven't it's, had it's to get simulating up. natural exactly and then it's now not I'm natural tired, but it's it's but, the best simulation you can get yeah, to and now i'm tired by like 9 30 10 o'clock and i'm like okay yes yeah, it's fine let's go to bed i that's a great if, if there's anything dude if there's idea. anything that i could recommend to people like that is the technology that everybody needs like if someone said hey look if there's one thing that's changed your life if, like, if that you wake will up be, if you wake up with alarms every day oh i wake God. up with an alarm every oh, single day so brutal waking up with a no no my alarm is very nice Da, 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 da. You know that the the one that comes stock on that phone. Yeah, bro. Well, I this hate is that one. this is my stock one because I do the bedtime thing on the iPhone. What is that? Was oh, that your light mode? What was that? What is no? This it's bed. You never seen bedtime on, your... on iPhone? No, dude. I don't fucks with technology, bro. It. So if I want to <laughs> sleep seven hours and fifty minutes every day, I have this ring mm. and I roll it around and it'll tell me what time to go to bed and what time. Oh, to that's wake cool. Up. Yeah. But the alarm, like to we this, said before, um, technology will make you stupider. Tech, uh, technology. <laughs> See? Exactly. What time is it right now? It's 4, time 16. to put your phone down, bro. We in yeah. a podcast. No, I want you to hear no, the alarm. I want to hear your alarm. Yeah. What is that? Oh, so as you roll that dial, it'll, you have it on it'll your play us. I, I don't do it though. Like no, I was I'm just, just saying, you have I would it s- right now I would set an alarm for 417 and then by the time 417 comes on. It would play. So the only thing is we have to wait till 420 for it to go off. So in four minutes, Dude, it'll at 420, go off. I'll, oh, my butt's in the car. Never mind. That would have been cool. It would have been a great like. Well, anyways, how much is that thing? Hundred and hundred dollars. Ninety five at Walmart. Ninety five at Walmart. Hundred ten on um. What is it? Amazon. What's it called? Um. We'll say it again. Phillips. <laughs> Phillips wake up light alarm clock with sunrise simulation and sunset fading nightlight. That that's that's the, title. the thing. That's the sunset fading nightlight thing that I have. That's what I was describing before. Yeah, like nice. the opposite of the wake up, but like the you're going to bed now. I love you know that what this reminds concept. me of? Like the whole simulation of. I feel like a lab rat. To be honest, well, this is that kind of kind of goes into what I wanted to talk about. Um, Sorry, everybody who's watching, just adjustment. Yeah, well, I watch myself on the screen. I'm like, wow, whoever's watching this on YouTube, just watch me fondle my homies. Dude, I've done that before and thought the same thing. I'm like, oh damn, I'm on camera. <laughs> like, I know, but they <laughs> can't see with you. Your... They could see my crotch. Yeah, but right you now. could totally see this. Like, look, look, look at the camera. Yeah, true. But you're tucking your shirt in. That's what that. Oh, no, you're like. right, tucking my because <laughs> we all tuck our shirts in over here. So, uh talking about like a simulation society right i was talking with caitlin about psychiatric patients because we don't have any more psychiatric wards they're all Mm -hmm. shut down they're like illegal now so everyone who should have been in a mental institute like really really bad people are just roaming the street and we were talking about it because she's in the uh, medical industry and um i remember i remember hearing about a place in the netherlands where they took did you ever see the truman show no, I've heard of it though. You've never seen the Truman Show? No. With Jim Carrey? Uh, again, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I haven't. Like, I have no idea. Damn. I've heard of it though, but that doesn't mean anything. Talk to Jen about it and watch it together. It's an old show, the so Truman she would love show? to. She Is would it? love to. Okay, she probably would. That's like yeah. actually a selling point. Yes, it's really. So the basis of the show is uh, Jim Carrey, the main character, mm-hmm. is in this town where he thinks it's normal life. And he's on like some kind of island and like can never leave, right? And he's an adult and he's grown up there his whole life. And you come to find out that where he lives is a fucking dome 
in Hollywood and he is an experiment and there's a thing on TV called The Truman Show and he's the actor. So the town is all fake. The people are all fake. It's all a set. The water's real, but it's like in a set. But he grew up there his whole life and like he starts to find out like, you know, the, the, the walls aren't real walls. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And his whole life he grew up in this, in this show that he had no clue about. It was a fake set, right? So like a fake village. But there was secret cameras everywhere. Birds had camera eyes. And it was just a TV show. Really good movie, though. So they do that for real in the Netherlands for people with Alzheimer's. So people who have really bad Alzheimer's. Wait, wait. Four people or it's four people? Like four total people or <laughs> it's four? It's four people. Oh, I was like, why would they build a town <laughs> no, 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 for no, no, four no. people? They built okay, this got it, town got it, got it. for a bunch of people got with it, okay. Alzheimer's. Now, oh, here's my one. It gets better. Wait. Oh, isn't that cute? That's what I wake up to everyone. And it gets progressively louder and louder. So it's almost there. Yeah, it's like it. That's the hand job version of what I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that was a good one. That's okay. Anyway, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's going. no. Yeah. I like Got yours it, a yeah. bit better. Oh. You're probably gonna make me about to drop a hundred bucks. You're definitely going to. Yeah. It's. It, I. I will. You will not be upset at all. I could already tell. Yeah, it's it's I could tell. stupid because I I live in a shoebox. Like I don't have you the did, windows, yeah, the basement. You know, yeah, chilling, chillin'. bunker down, dog. So, in the Netherlands, they call it the Dutch village where everyone has dementia. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> and that was the title. Uh, I'm oh, sure it's called something else. That's it's actually called up. the Dutch village. Okay. So when you have dementia at an old age, a big trend they see is that. Okay, so people with old age now were around during like the 40s, right? Or the 50s. So they fall back mentally in a state of the 30s and 40s. So a lot of Caitlin's patients will be will be talking about, oh, I need to catch the bus to get, and they'll be talking about shit from the past, right? And they're stuck in the past when they have dementia. It's really fucking weird how the brain does this, but it, it's just- Definitely makes sense. It's one of the symptoms. You it's fall back into when you were like a kid. Well, you think about it, right? Like, think about why that happens, right? So, like, when you're (laughs) a kid... Tell me, doctor. No, think about it, right? Like, when you're young, you have all these stem cells, and basically your body's repairing and creating at a very high pace, right? So you're creating all these neural connections within your brain. Those get solidified and really, over time, get rooted, 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 rooted deep. And then later, as you start to, um, you know... Uh, degrade as your brain starts to atrophy the last thing that's the last things that you list they don't they don't Mm. feed the full loop so you're kind of like your core is solidified you're like oh that's still intact let's grab whatever's so so the netherlands said okay look we have this big population of people who fucking believe they're in the 1930s so instead of putting them in a ward right where it's i've seen them it's just it's like a hospital white hallways room next to room next to room it's a fucking square box with yeah. a bed in it and a draw like a dresser depression straight depression. personified and these people are lost they're confused so these people made a simulation town where it's 10 football fields big i read and it is a complete town that looks like the 1930s they have a fake uh post office supermarkets it all works everything's like you could use the post office and send shit to people uh, but you can't leave like there's border stuff that goes on, but it's like very you can't see it You know, you're just in this town and it's it's complete set of the 30s and 40s uh, you know, there's pay phones and uh, The people who work there in air quotes like the US postmen are f- nurses 
but they're dressed as normal people. This pedestrians, pedestrians who are nurses, but dressed as normal people, they all have their own like houses. Yeah. But that's like, re- like 1930s style. And these people are just l- fucking dementia out and just living in wonderland that's over there. One of the best ideas are great idea. Like you're, f- you're, you're caring for them in the, the best way possible. They're getting yeah. the help they need of like, cause they don't need at that age with dementia. You can't fix it. I feel like it's, it's done. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, think yeah. there's ever been a case of dementia reversed. No, you're definitely right? not going to reverse it, but you can so maybe why not just stop it from like constantly breaking down. But like you're, yeah. once you're where you are, you're probably not going to get that. So like better. this situation is making them the happiest they could be. They're in the thirties. There's a bus route and you could stand at bus stops. And I actually look at the pictures and old people are just sitting there waiting for the bus. Like, smiling and it's just like the bus goes nowhere fucking picks you yeah. up and brings you around the block <laughs> drops you right off Dude, there. you're in the same town it's so funny but they don't know like they're just so lost and confused but it's like the perfect that's thing. adorable i love uh, it yeah like, i think that's actually really cool you get so the one cost, guy's like uh, no jury's out i know exactly what's going on here yeah right if they get him out, out get him out <laughs> but it cost um i think it would cost eight thousand a month they said but um the government subsidizes something and it's only it only costs like thirty six hundred a month which is not bad because yeah, but nursing when the government subsidizes here, something, that means that it's getting taken out of your checks and your uh, of course, you know, and then it's like, all right, well, do yeah, I want to? But that's there? that's Europe. Yeah, that's, that's what Europe I'm for you. So it's it's definitely not an idea that's sustainable for some a place. Nah, like I'm here, not talking about economics here. here. I'm just saying the concept of like no, I get it. I'm just yeah, that's of fine. like oh, you're stuck in this fake society, yeah. but mentally you're in that society. So just fuck it, be happy. No, that's I just that's foolproof. so cool. That's foolproof. So cool. That's the way to do it. Yeah. There is no other way to actually um, progress somebody's life or even just keep it sustained. In a little hospital room. It's only going to hurt them to stay in that hospital room. Only going to hurt them to stay in an insane asylum with people who get paid minimal. You know, like th- they don't want to be there. They They're constantly repeating themselves like, all right, Mrs. Johnson, let's go. Mrs. Johnson, come here. No, don't touch. Stop slapping. Don't do this. Stop don't do that. Yeah, it's just like, don't bite. Don't spit. Like, no, nah, man. Let's just put them somewhere where like. They could thrive where they think they're thriving. Yeah, if you want to think you're in the 30s, think you're in the 30s. Yeah, it's all good. I, thought I, I love it. No, Truman Show, idea. though. Watch a Truman Show. Got it. Jim Carrey, I mean, he's really funny. Yeah, no, now he's out of his mind. Is he, though? I know he's probably, honestly, <laughs> like, way more woke than all of us, right? No, but he's, yeah, he's that's a strange, conversation strange character. Yeah. But let's start with these questions. Let's do it, dude. So I had the um, the question, which was, what is your biggest personal fitness and health downfall? I posted this on my Instagram story and I got a couple uh, good answers. Ready? Born ready, dude. Okay. Well, here we go. First first answer. Biggest downfall for this person is sticking to a program for the full dura- duration. Right? And okay. I actually have that issue too, but I don't see it as an issue because I get a program, right? It's a three-month program and I just feel like I know enough and know a lot about how I feel, what to do, so that I'll add in my stuff sometimes. And I'll get bored of the program and be like, ah, I know what to do. I can change this, tweak this. But I know a lot of people say, oh, stick to the program because it's made for a reason and it's structured this way for purpose. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know exactly where he's coming from, if it's well, someone who's smart, or or maybe your program's just shitty and you're not, because it's supposed to be a nice progressive overload. There, Well, there's two reasons, right? There's two things you should look at. Is it hard to sustain because you're getting bored with it, right? If you're getting bored with it, then it might be n- the pr- not a program for you, yes. right? And then it's then there's what is your goal? And if your goal is to enjoy your workouts and it's getting boring for you, well- Or it's too much. That's fine. Did you pick a program that's six days a week, but you can't handle that? 
So you well, just like throw it out? Yeah. I mean, the, the specifics of the program obviously matter a lot, but it all depends on what your goal is. And if you following this, you know, to the T is going to get you there and you trust your source. And as you're going through it two or three weeks deep into it and you're saying, I don't really want to follow this anymore. Well, then maybe you're either not as focused on your goal anymore and maybe you aren't as enthusiastic about your goal as you were when you started or you're actually getting bored of it because it's not catering to the things that you need or the things that light you up when you get to the gym and now you need a new program but it would be totally fine but if you're the type of person who's like yeah i'm seeing results but i just can't seem to continue which barely ever happens so seeing results is usually a result of really emphasizing your programming. So if somebody gives you something and you're like, I'm going to follow this to the T, you're going to see results and I don't think you'll ever stop, right? But if you stop seeing results and that means it might not be for you or it's overwhelming and it's just not interesting to you. You know, I really don't see there being an issue with following a program unless you are having external issues in your life that are maybe hurting how much you could go to the gym. Maybe yeah. it's- Or you just don't like it because I've, I've seen guys here who they come up to me like, oh dude, I'm running this new program. And I'm like, oh, let me see it. And it'll be like this fucking advanced powerlifter program where you come in and all you do is deadlift one day. Then the next day, all you do is squat, but like 10 sets of squats. The next day, all you do is overhead press. And it's like that for 12 weeks straight. And I look at this and I look at them because I know them and I'm like, dude, you're going you're gonna to run this? Like you, you're not a powerlifter. You just want to lift. Like you're going to get fucking bored of this, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, I'm going to try it. I got it from this person. I was like, okay. Sure. But that, that could be, but the next you know? question would be, well, what do you want out of this? Right? What is the end result for you? And then someone like you or I, we could actually analyze the program and say that program is not going to yield you those results or take this out, take this out, take this out and add this. And this will emphasize more of what you want. Or actually on top of all of that, just add one of these types of days in there and then mix these two together. Maybe pull off some sets from this so that you don't tax yourself so much. And then maybe you could spread yourself a little bit thicker throughout mm -hmm. the week. You know, but a lot of people, they want to say like, I saw this guy or this woman who were lifting a shit ton of weight and they look great and this is their program. I want to follow their program. Well, no. Is their program what got them to that point? Is that the program that they followed throughout their entire life? A hundred percent no. Yeah. What and happened not was they were dedicated to something, saw the change, saw what they benefited from and maybe what they didn't get out of it, then adapted and changed it from there. Your life is a constant progression of any program. You, we could use the term programming. Anything you do in life, like your programming could be go to school, get a job, continue. Uh, it could be my programming is figure out what I love to do, go follow it and, you know, build a business. My programming for my fitness could be I started with cardio and abs because that's what I thought was going to make me skinny. And then I, for, I realized that being skinny isn't the goal. I really need muscle mass because I look stupid like this. I look flaccid. Let me do bodybuilding. Then you do bodybuilding. You say, I'm really tight and I don't like feeling tight. But now you're going up the stairs, right? Through life. You're kind of raising the bar constantly. Now you built muscle mass. You know how to lose fat. You're building wisdom. Now, as you build that wisdom, you then become more resilient to these programs because now you know, okay, wait, this program is pushing me to do that thing that got me really tight. So what I'm going to do instead is now alter it this way. What you were saying before, like I could stick to a program, but up to a certain extent, because I know once you build the wisdom, you're good, but follow a pro. If you're new to fitness, follow a program, learn your body, learn what, you know, benefits you and what harms you. And then from there, make your own judgment and rely on your own intuition to then alter what you do after that. And I think you'll be on the right track. Yeah. And, and, and programs are not like a one program fits all. 
So today I had Adis came over in the morning. We had a sick workout. And I was curious. I asked because he just won his Fucking third. stud. Dude, he just won his third bodybuilding show. He's on his way to get his pro card. We had him on the podcast uh, way earlier. So if you scroll down, I forgot what episode number, but very cool story from Adis. Um, look, look at him on Instagram. You'll be very impressed. He's only 18 years old. Unreal. We worked out this morning and I was curious. So I was like, yo, what's your split? You know, what's your workout? And he explained to me, but he also said, he explained to me a split, but he said like, which is so correct. He's like, this is my split, split because I, uh, I need to grow my chest and my quads, whatever he said. You know, he's like, I only do arms once every two weeks because my arms are huge and they grow by themselves. And that's oh, not, that's kid. not the, no, but I know, right? I was like, oh, uh, okay. But that's not the deal for the case for everyone. So, you know, someone might look at him and be like, dude, you, you're fucking famous on Instagram. You're huge. Like, what's your split? I want to do it. No, his program is not your program. So that's where the wisdom comes in and like, make it your own. What are your weak points? What do you need to work on? How do you do that? Yeah, we live in that immediate gratification society, dude. And a lot of people, it's just their thought process and their relationship to hard work. They don't understand it. They never got, that's, that's the one thing that, um, people don't know what something entails until they actually do it themselves. So when looking from the outside, trying to penetrate into the world, trying to get into the fitness industry from being sedentary and never moving, you're going to wonder, well, what's the most efficient, effective path? And that's going to be this one thing. It's not. It never is. Nothing is ever that one thing. You, No one ever starts their career and says, no one ever goes to elementary school and says, I want to be a doctor, but not only do I want to be a doctor, I want to be a surgeon who specializes in orthopedics and go. And then they start from there, right? And then they get there. That doesn't happen. Things in your life happen. There are many emergency things that happen, many traumatizing things that happen that maybe make you switch your your pace. So like if you want to do a bodybuilding start, you want to start with bodybuilding, maybe you hurt your shoulder because you're going way too hard, way too early. Or maybe, I mean, powerlifting, sorry, not bodybuilding, my bad. Let's go back. You go into powerbuilding to uh, powerlifting to start. You want to get really, really strong and you hurt your shoulder doing something because you're doing too much weight. Maybe you should have started with something else. You're now, now that you have an injury, you really can't work out the way that you wanted to. Now your overall goal, what you wanted later in life or your ultimate goal can now be altered because now your life has changed completely. You can't always know what you want right from the get, you know? So I think finding out what program works for you is really contingent on what do you want out of your life? Like your day to day is what matters, not an ultimate goal. So, mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to change up the program. If you know your body better than whoever wrote the program does. Mm -hmm. All right. Amen. Question number two, not being able, what's your biggest downfall in fitness not being able to maintain consistency in exercising daily. Mm. Why are you exercising daily? You know, is is the is the issue that you can't have consistency because you think you should be exercising daily? Because you definitely shouldn't. Well, define exercise, right? Exactly. So, so I'm assuming the definition to this person's exercise is weightlifting, like getting in and moving weights. Like a weight routine. A weight, exactly. Yeah, that's a no-go. Daily, no way, dude. There's so much more important things. Uh, like you right now, Frank, you work out three days a week, right? Nah, four. Oh, yeah, four. You move four. So four days a week out of seven. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other things you do outside of that mm -hmm. that aren't beneficial to your workout and to your overall health, right? Yeah. So what do you do? You do so, the trigger sessions, you do, you. Yeah. So I basically have two, I have two different foundational days, right? So one day I focus primarily on like hip hinge motion, like a deadlift, right? And then everything after that is kind of complementary exercises, but they're all 
kind of like your typical bodybuilding at this point, right? I'm starting off with heavy weights for my primaries and then the next type of day, which is a, there's a rest day in between the first day, right? So let's call that day A, that's hip hinge. Then I have a, call it a rest day, but it's not, it's an active rest day. I do these things called trigger sessions, which are using bands. So I'm keeping the resistance on my muscles. I'm keeping my heart rate up. I'm keeping myself active, but I'm not sitting around doing nothing that day. That's you know, that counts as yeah. exercise, but it's not a routine. It's not a uh, a foundational day, a big day. The next day after that, I then have another foundational day. So, right. So it's foundational day A, rest day slash active rest day, whatever you want to call that, because it's not that intense, but it's movement. Then the next one's foundational day again. Right. So that's my squat and my my bench press, those types of motions. Then the day after that is going to be another active rest day where I'm not doing too much stress, not too much wear and tear on my but joints, you're moving. but I'm moving my body, doing trigger sessions, keeping my body in an anabolic or a growth stage, right? So I'm not just sitting around because your body adapts. This is one thing that people need to understand. Working out every day is not important. The concept of being active and doing what you need to do towards your ultimate goal is what's important. So you're quote unquote, doing the reps, I like to call it, right? You're repeating the acts, the actions that will pertain to your ultimate goal. Now, exercise, you need to uh, wear and tear your muscles, but you also need to rest equal to that wear and tear, right? So where are your rest days? No, your rest comes in different shapes and sizes. It should be something that's not you know, one day I'm t I'm working at a 10 intensity and then the next day I'm at a zero. The next day I'm at a 10, then I'm at a zero. You can't do that. Do a, a nine intensity on one day, then a four or five intensity the next day, then a nine the next day, and then a four or five because your body can handle it. You shouldn't be so adamant on a rest day or you shouldn't be so adamant on doing something hardcore every day, right? So finding that balance and listening to your body is really, really important. And I So repeat what I did over and over again. So my rest days aren't rest days. That's really ultimately what I'm trying to say. Stay active. Keep yourself moving, but don't kick your ass every day because then it's going to pile up. That's what I try and tell a lot of my clients. A lot of them are just like, yeah, let's go. I'm good for five days a week. I'm good for six days a week. I'm like, no, no you're not. I'm like, you're good now for six days a week because you are excited, right? You're excited to hit this goal, this weight loss journey. But no, no, no. I want you to think of your entire life, not just right now when you're excited. Three days a week, two days a week even. I have clients that come one day a week and we see huge progress because I have them being more active at home and all they do is have to lift one day a week and then do other stuff at home, right? Mm -hmm. So I think if, if, if you're saying you're not able to be consistent in exercising daily, don't go daily. That's, you're, you're stretching it. You're stretching it way too far. I don't lift daily. You don't lift daily. Definitely shouldn't lift daily, right? So like for them saying exercise, again, like my long-winded response before, right? You're doing something every day in some way. Yes, that's good. Do something physical, right? So even if you a have walk, a nine to five even sitting just a down job, yeah. If you travel a lot in your car and then you sit in your office all the time and then you come back home traveling in your car and then you sit at home, that's not good. That's no matter what, that's not good. That should never be a day. Your day should consist of a nice brisk walk in the morning, right? Or at night after you eat dinner. I you have know? I have one client who loves Fortnite and won't give it up like three, four hours every single night. It's like, okay, good. You enjoy it. Keep doing it. Every time you die, you're going to get down, do 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, get back up. Genius. And I mean, how many times do you die in a four-hour Fortnite thing? I have no idea. But I'm assuming like 30, yeah. 40 times. That's a lot of, of push-ups. So yeah. it just gets you moving, like little things like that. 
It doesn't have to be full workout in the gym, busting your ass next day, full workout on the gym, busting your ass. Then next day you don't go and you're mad at yourself because like, oh my God, I can't be consistent. How do these people do it? No one works out seven yeah. days a week. Holding yourself to a higher standard. You're holding yourself way to a way higher standard than you should. And also misrepresent, misunderstanding the science that goes behind yeah. the tear and repair, you know, of the muscles. The beast mode science. Yeah. Oh God, it's gross. <laughs> it's such a bad way of thinking because it's just, it never works. And the only people who can beast mode are the people who are taking some sort like of massive hormones amount of steroids, or steroids. Yeah. yeah. Because then they can repair at that rate. And then yeah, day to day is the perfect, uh, you know, that's the perfect combination yeah. of rest and ass kicking. Next Question or next uh, next downfall. It is reverse dieting. Not being able to keep the weight off after a cut. Okay. So, so I guess the grammar is a little off on that. Yeah. But it's fine. But let's just take reverse we'll dieting. His downfall is reverse dieting. Well, let's define what reverse dieting is. Of course. So reverse dieting, like the name Im implies, it is adding more calories day to day or week to week, week, to week or 100%. month to month. Um, to increase your metabolism. Um, so normally on a cut, what you would do is go from where you are now, which, for example, you're at 2,000 calories right now and you want to cut down and trim body fat, you're going to cut off 200 calories every day for two weeks. No. I'm just giving you an example. Mathematics. Yeah, don't tell me that. That's horrible. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus, I'm giving, imagine someone did that? It's possible. People who don't move, people who are sedentary, that's definitely a good Good way to do it. But anyway. 200 a day. If you don't move, yes. Two. Not 200. No, okay. That's what you Not said. progressive. Not 200, 200, 200, 200, 200. Oh, Just every that's, day. Yeah. So like for the whole week, you're at a 1,400 calorie deficit, right? So seven times 200. Okay. Because I was, yeah, no, was going to It would be like, 200. Don't tell people 400. That. That the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Okay. No. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So go from whatever. Let's start this over again. So yeah. So reverse dieting, regular dieting, you would- decrease your overall daily caloric intake by 200 calories on each day, right? So go from 2000 calories to now 1800 calories a day. That would be a cut, a diet, right? Now with a reverse diet, it's when you've done that for so long that at some point you've hit such a low, uh, such a low level for your baseline metabolism. So in this case, say you did that method, you know, for six months and you kept decreasing your calories and now you're at like 1100 calories a day and that's your maintenance. Well, let's explain why, because your body always wants to be in homeostasis, right? So you're eating 2000 every day. You just cut to 18. So for a couple of weeks, you're burning fat, but homeostasis kicks in and it lowers your metabolism to 1800. So now you're at a point where you're like, fuck, I need to lose more weight. So you drop it again to 1600, right? Now you're burning fat, homeostasis, your body levels out, your metabolism lowers, and all of a sudden you need to cut more. So exactly now reverse diet is you take when I reverse diet, I like to add about 90 to 100 calories a week. Very small. It's literally like 10 grams of carbs and like five grams of fat a week. That's it. But metabolism is so sensitive, you need to go up really slow to let your to let homeostasis kick in and raise the metabolism. Yeah, basically, right? if you don't know what homeostasis is, it's basically the body adapting. It's like the thermostat for the body. It's saying, oh, wait, well, we went up here. Let me just regulate this and level it out so that we could be normal. So continue, yeah. just in case people didn't know. So no, re reverse dieting is is making our way back up. And it's it's super important because if you don't make your way back up and you're chilling at 1,200 calories every day, what are you going to do? You know, first of all, that's such yeah. so low. 
Yeah, you like, should never be at twelve hundred calories. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if you're not at your goal weight, right? So you're you're eating. So let's say you're in this position, right? You're somebody who was eating maybe you were eating reckless, right? And then you said, "I gotta start losing weight." You didn't even know where you were at, but you were definitely eating shit calories, shit macronutrients, maybe way too much sugar and way too much bad fat, right? And then you go on a diet, and somebody puts you on this extreme diet where you were, you went from twenty five hundred calories a day to sixteen hundred calories a day. They immediately went you brought you down, and your body adapts to that. You'll lose a lot of weight really quick, but then at some point, like we were saying before, your homeost- your body wants to maintain homeostasis, so it'll adapt to what you're doing because it says, "Whoa, if this person's dropping this many calories, we have to preserve them and be way more efficient with calories," which is not a good thing. Your body should not. I mean, it's healthy, relatively healthy, right? But in our society today. It's way better for you to have a higher metabolism. This way you can then, you know, have your little treats here and there. Have that red glass of wine at the end of the night. You know, have, you know, a piece of cake when somebody's birthday at work, like, and not feel like you're going to destroy your progress, right? So now you're you're at this low level of calories and you stop losing weight, but you still have a 20-pound goal to lose, you know, you still have a goal to lose 20 pounds. Now you're at 1,600 calories from 2,500 calories. Now think about the amount of uh, space you have to drop down even further to lose that weight. Now you have to drop down to 1,200 calories, right? Let's say. Now you're 15 pounds down. You still have another five pounds. You want to kill off that five pounds. It's stubborn. It's annoying. Well, what do you have to do? You have to drop down to 900 calories a day. Do you think you're going to survive now and maintain that forever and work out and work be able out to, and have yeah, energy. There's no nope, way. Nope. No way. You're way too efficient because then God forbid you're not at your goal weight, which I mean, 900 calories, that's horrible. You wouldn't want to be there. And there are a lot of people who are doing that to themselves. Um, then from there, you have to reverse diet. So you have to kind of. It scares people. Ha- it, yeah, it scares like, people a I'm lot. I'm going to eat more and I'm trying to lose weight. Like, how is this possible? So I'm putting through I'm putting two people through this right now. Clients mm-hmm. of mine. And they were very scared. They're like, no way. If I eat anything more, I gain weight. And I'm like, no, no, no. Trust me. Watch the process, right? I changed their training to a very heavy strength training, right? So we're trying to build muscle because we're trying to higher intensity. Yeah, higher higher intensity, trying to build muscle because building of muscle will take the food that we're, the extra food we're putting in and use it, right? Mm -hmm. Bigger muscle mass, the higher metabolism. That's the whole goal of reverse dieting. Get that metabolism up to, in my case, it's like 3,200 calories, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm guiding two people through it and they the results, It's one of them has been, uh, we're on week 12 of being together and she's like, I can't believe, so she went from eating 1,100 a day for like years, 1,100 calories, dude. That's one of my meals. Yeah, one. It's meal. literally like, one of it's three that quarters. That Tupperware you have one. over there is like a thousand calories. Yeah, that's. It's two one of my meals all day, and she <laughs> works out like crazy. She's a beast, and she's just been down, dude. It's ex- extremely down for years. Eleven hundred calories. So I'm like, watch, watch this. Trust me. Train this way. I gave her a program, and I'm like, every week we're gonna go up ninety calories. That's it. And sure enough, twelve weeks later, she's like, I feel amazing. I cannot believe I'm eating nineteen hundred calories, and I'm not morbidly obese. That's what she thought. She's like, 2,000? I can't eat 2,000. I'll be extremely fat. Well, I'm like, watch this. Nice and slow. We'll get there and your metabolism will move with it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Nice, slow, gradual pace. So now that we're at 2,000, I just talked to her. I was just on the phone with her an hour ago and I I explained to her, I want to go up a little bit more, right? Because she wants to cut down for summertime. I was like, I want to go up a little bit more because I don't want to drop you to 1,600. I still feel like that's really low. 
I'd rather have you be cutting and losing your excess body fat. She's not big by any means, but she just wants to, she used to be a competitor, right? Mm -hmm. So she wants to be like shredded. Which ladies, that is disgusting. Stop doing that. Okay, keep going. But regardless. Sorry. uh, So I was like, I don't want you to just eat 15, 1600 calories a day and cut. I'd rather you be at 1900 calories a day and cut. That's so much more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Think about how hard you go in the gym. Like you need calories. So if I can get your metabolism up to 2200 and then we drop to 19, I'd be fucking happy. And next year we'll work on it even harder. We'll get you up to 2500. And she looks amazing, dude. She looks amazing. There's no mm-hmm. body fat. You know, she's building muscle. So the scale's going up, but it's all muscle mass and she loves it. She's like, yeah. "Holy shit. I never thought She thanks me all the time. Every time we get on the phone, it's so humbling. She's like, "I never thought I can get out of this hole that I'm in cuz dude, when you eat 1000 calories a day, your hormones are fucked. Your energy levels are fucked. Your mood, the per- you're, you're not you anymore. Mm-hmm. You're someone different. You're you're withering away for no reason. And then you're thinking to yourself, you're having these thoughts at night like, I need to go lower. I need to eat less. I need to put less dressing on my salad. And it's just like, I need to have half the orange and not the full orange. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not life. Yeah, like no. you're living in this fantasy shredding bodybuilding world. Well, what's crazy is that that is extremely for the Let's look objectively, right? Evolutionarily for the human. That is why we've evolved because our body's able to maintain that homeostasis with various amounts of calories, right? So if you're going through a famine or going through a very uh, dry season, so to speak, right? You haven't, your tribe hasn't made a kill, right? And you've been eating beans and berries for so long and you know you're at like 600 calories a day and you have to sustain and you now have to hunt you have to protect your tribe like we needed to maintain lowers so that you can survive exactly so you you ration your resources it's almost like you're budgeting right like for financially you're making 600 dollars a week you know Uh uh-oh how am i going to live off of this okay we have to start cutting things out of our life we could still live we could still have a good time we still laugh we could still cry we could still enjoy ourselves but we can't drive that car we can't you know go on that vacation we can't have these luxuries so the luxuries that translate into our you know our metabolism right if you want to take that um take that metaphor put it in here where we're eating food. It's like now you could have the cake and then still be resilient to it every once in a while. You know, you could have a, a, a Jack and Coke with, you know, or a beer one night when you, you go out with your friends. Red Bull vodka, please. Red Bull vodka so you get lit, you know. But then at least you have that buffer instead of being like, holy shit, man, one piece of cake for Becky's birthday and I'm already at, you know, two-thirds of my daily caloric intake. How is that even possible? Well, yeah, well. That's what happens yeah. when you diet only on a negative. So keys, wrap it up, keys to reverse dieting. Take it super slow. Accept the fact that you're not going to lose body fat while reverse dieting. That too. That's and another important And just know key. that it's go- – so if you have like things that you think about and you cherish, just focus. Stop – like wear a sweatshirt to the gym. Wear bag your clothing to the gym. Work out. Don't look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh my god, I'm getting fat or I feel fat or you know, I'm not losing fat. Stop focusing on that. Change your relationship with your body and look at the fact that you are doing something that is beneficial to your body. And if you could set the bar high later in life, have some foresight so you could see into the future. Later in your life or later down the road, whatever it is, a month or two, you're going to be so resilient to calories that you're now going to be able to cut at a higher level of calories. It's a beautiful thing. And I, once I you do truly it, believe that everyone who's overweight and wants to s- switch it should not start in a deficit. Ever. By no fucking means. You should no. start by trying to lift weights and build muscle 
and reverse diet. Just start moving. 100%. Just, just like you said, you're not going to see weight loss. You might see weight gain because you're putting on muscle. But just have the goal in mind of let's get this metabolism soaring, right? Let's get this fat burning machine flying. Because a higher metabolism and muscle mass, that burns the most fat ever. Nothing will beat that ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I truly think everyone who's overweight should start focusing on muscle building and reverse dieting. Get to a point where you're set and then fucking cut it and watch how fast you burn everything off. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, if you're starting, if you're heavy right now, right, don't reverse diet, but definitely increase your your movement and then go to a cut. Well, there's a whole process. Yeah. I know because if you're already heavy and you're like sedentary, then just move. Eat what you're eating now, but just move. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole, it's, it's very individual, but yeah. Cause I don't want people to be like, Oh wow. And they eat more fucking cupcakes. Yeah. That's not the point, but I get you. (laughs) Let's go on to the next one. I think you're going to like this one a lot. Um, I compare myself to others in the fitness industry, not always in a positive or motivational way. Oh man. We have another hour. (laughs) Cause I can definitely do it. (laughs) Oh man. I mean, this is a huge issue, man. But I actually made a post about this the other day. My caption was, uh, let me just read it because I'm, I don't know. Anyway. I don't remember. No, so, not anyway, bro. This is important. This is very important. Providing value. Here was my caption. You ready, Frank? What was your you picture? This. My picture was a side-by-side of an edited photo and a non-edited photo. Side-by-side? Oh. Okay. Look at it. No, side because you have little dots on the bottom. So that means there's another picture. Yeah, because the first one was edited and then a side-by-side. Oh, okay. So you led with the... Get more views uh, so people read yeah. the captions. See that? I can't do that. That's I can't do that. That's why I I'm here. Like a fake, bro. So here's the caption. Ready? Fake. How many accounts do you follow where the, in air quotes, perfect pictures are portrayed? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Just don't compare it to real life. Take a picture for what it's worth. Just a snapshot of one second in a day. So my, my, my thing was, you know, beautiful pictures are cool. Everyone loves beautiful pictures, right? But don't think that that's real life take it for what it's worth it is a fucking millisecond of a day with colors added enjoy the picture but do not compare it to real life it is not real life if someone's set up to well be as insecure as they are they can't do that deciphering they can't be like ah it's not real life it's totally fine why follow somebody right so a lot of people follow it's almost like self-deprecation they're kind of like i aspire it's they're calling it motivation but i don't think people i'd say 60 percent to 80 percent of the people who follow like the big names in the fitness industry like steve cook yeah like those people are not inspired by them i think that they look at them as the pinnacle of what a body could be and they they say that they could aspire to be it, but that becomes the status quo of what a perfect body is. And then now when they think of anything fitness, they think, well, that's what's possible. Mm-hmm. Look how far away I am. And with from that, that, you always have to put things in perspective, 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 perspective. I can't say it enough. For example, Steve Cook, I used to look at him and be like, exactly like this is the pinnacle of that's what I want to look like. I'm comparing myself to him. I never put myself down. But I could see how people do that sometimes. But I was always like, I need to look like him. Like one day I'll look like him, right? And I would I, then once you put it in perspective, you go, okay, wait. He's 33 years old. He's been doing this for 15 years. I only had at the time when I was thinking like this, four years. So once I put it in perspective, it's like, okay, I got time. I have stuff to work on. Focus on myself, you know? So A, like I said before, take a picture for what it's worth, a millisecond. It's not real life. Do not take anything on social media as real life. And then 
put everything in perspective. If you know that person you're following and they sometimes inspire you, but when you're feeling down, you're like, oh, fuck, look at them. Put it all in perspective. Think about the behind the scenes because there's social media. There's <laughs> it's all behind the scenes that you should be thinking about. It's yeah. do not take anything on social media as real life. Do not. Yeah. And I think if you're trying to work on yourself as a person and you have nothing to benefit from with social media, like financially, and you're not trying to get yourself out there, I think you shouldn't be on social media. I think it's absolutely. No, there's some good things. You shouldn't be. If this goes back to the point of like. That, hold on. The person that wrote that question is feeling that it is not motivation. So they're following people who they intend to be motivation, but it's not working for them. Stay away from your phone. You, they don't have the the mental capacity to decipher. Yes. Like what you're saying is something coming from a secure person, not someone who is really secure. So if you're not secure, you need to do the diligence and delete the app. Don't delete your thing. Just delete the app until you ran with your head down for a long enough time to where you saw progress. Now go look at things and, and that, see how far But you've that's come. coming from someone who can delete the app. I guarantee you this person cannot delete that. So the first thing you should do is filter that shit out like I was talking about before. Follow real people and real accounts, not this an imaginary like light roomed up Photoshop bullshit that you follow. There are real accounts out there you could follow which are genuine, you know? So I, you tell people to delete it because you could do that. Other people can't. I know for a fact other people are just completely addicted. Well, it depends on the range of how much on the scale of how much that affects that person, right? So if this person opens up their Instagram and they get anxiety when they see something, like if it's one of those and they go, okay, whatever. And then they scroll to the next one. That's a problem. You should not be looking at other people's lives. You should just, uh, they're doing the reps, right? And I got to keep saying this, right? Everything that we do, our body adapts to, our mind will adapt to the dopamine hits that we get from Instagram. So if we take that out of our out of our uh, options, start focusing on what is now, what is here, what is live. So if you get insecure looking at people who are on Instagram, who are buff, ripped, sexy, become that. And how do you become that? You focus on what you're doing. Google search a routine that's going to get you there or has the intention to get you there. Do that. Google search a health, a healthy meal plan that'll get you somewhere or ask one of those people that you aspire to be to give you a meal plan. Then close their account. Stop looking at them right now. Focus on what you got to do. But if you keep focusing on them, you'll never focus on yourself. This is why those people can't afford to look at those things right now. But give yourself some time to progress and then say, oh, if I keep this going on, if I just have some sort of foresight for the future, I can multiply the two weeks that I just made progress now over the course of a year. And I know that that's 20 times at least what I've made now in progress. Oh, I see how I could get there now. But if you're constantly day to day looking at that and I keep smothering your, your the flame, then you'll never get there because you're never going to start. Because you're always getting slapped 5% off of your, your enthusiasm every day. So now like that little bit of growth that you made from the gym that one day, the little payoff, cool. Now you go look at the yourself in the mirror. You're not really impressed, but you're happy that you went. Now you go on Instagram you see somebody who's ripped shredded and you're like, fuck, I'm still not that. That just deleted some of your progress right there. So if you just stop doing that, you, you'll bank all of that that uh, mental fortitude. That's where the perception comes to play, you know? But you Fucking can't just realize. have that. That's the thing. You can't just turn that on. A lot of people need to do the reps and not uh, focus on it. If you, if you it. hear it, if someone, if you hear it and... Won't work. Guaranteed won't work. 
100%. Well, it won't work telling someone to shut off Instagram, that's for sure. It definitely will because they won't be looking at it. And then they have no reference point. Their reference point will be them in the mirror, the people in the gym. If all we knew were the people that go to this gym right now and we didn't know anybody on Instagram, we would not see the Adises who have shredded bodies. We would not see the people who are jacked out of their fucking minds. So we would see like the strongest guy in the gym and be like, that's okay. There's that one I guess, guy. I guess what the, 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 getting, the division here is that I see a world where you cannot delete social media. It's how do we work with social media? That's what I'm coming from. And you're coming from get off everything. No, so that's temporary, that's, temporary. So I didn't say delete your account. I said, just delete the app for a little while. Give yourself a no, like give yourself a fast from social media. Know what you have to do. Because if every day you sign on to it and you look at it and you go, oh, the they're fast saying, is they're admitting it. The fast is different. You yeah, I deleted the app when I did my fast. Just so I didn't have no, like I know, but you didn't mention click. the fast before, but I, okay. now yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Delete the app. Because I was just like, no one's going to fucking delete social media, bro. That's no, not going to happen. App, app, app. But a fast where you stay off it for yeah. like and gather yourself. Yes, I agree. A million 100%. percent. Because the, there 100%. is no way you're going to make the progress if you keep that routine of like, oh, let me just check in. And you know what? When you do the fast, let's say it's two, three, four weeks. When you come back, you'll have that different perspective and you'll be like, huh, no, I don't want this anymore. Unfollow, unfollow. You find real accounts that are tuned into your ways now yeah no 100%. and this is where we found common ground yeah beautiful this moment <laughs> good you want to do one more i mean we made it this far dude yeah i got one more i get frustrated with not seeing progress quickly and i'm really hard on myself immediate gratification yeah that goes right back That's to an that easy one yeah um do what we just said well you have to look take at a fa- <laughs> no, <it's- laughs> i'm kidding take no. a fast fast everything live in a hole um what they said they they what, what was it, it again? Bit, sorry guys i get frustrated with not seeing progress quickly okay. and i'm really hard on myself this mm. goes to the point where you have to understand this isn't a 30-day challenge right life is not a 30-day weight loss challenge 30-day shredding challenge 30-day pack on fucking muscle bro challenge life is now right now as we speak so the day i fucking die is life so it's not you can't look for that quick fix like we we're talking about programming or reverse diet it reverse dieting that stuff takes years to 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 solidify so look at it in the span of longevity like what are you going to do now that will help you in five years not next month don't be hard on yourself for that i mean look at my physique now you know the way i look now it didn't take me it wasn't because of my last program i did it was because of what I did in the past seven years, seven years, you know? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had something more. That was um, No, but yes, 100% I agree on that. But the one thing with people with that immediate gratification now, it's very difficult to, and I'm not making a pass for them because they'll never get started if we just make excuses, right? You got to get started at some point. So when you're asking for that quick fix, you're going to be waiting, right? So, so let's say January 1st, you're looking for that quick fix. You spend two or three months f- trying to find that quick fix. Does anybody know where the best routine is? What is the best diet? I'm doing all of this research, but I'm still continuing to be the, the sedentary, you know, uh, junk food eating person, drinking with my friends every weekend, careless, right? I'm that person for three months. And then I find a program that I want to go start and then I work on it for about a week and a half, kind of half-ass on and off, and that didn't work. What's next? You've just spent three months and one week on 
doing nothing. How about on January 1st, you do something and then try to adapt as you do something and then watch yourself progress in different ways and you build wisdom to then adapt further from there and keep capitalizing. It's an exponential growth in the beginning. That's the beauty of it, right? So at a certain point, maybe six months to a year, you start to cap out your progress rate that's so high and so quick. But when you first start, you'll see changes right away. So if you're getting discouraged, it's because you're looking to be shredded in a week and that'll never happen. So your whole life, like you said before, Justin, it starts now and it will continue to be now all the time. You'll never look back and be like, hmm, hold on, let me go back to a year ago. Let me make that decision again. No, you won't. You have to make the decision now. If you make the decision now, it then will capitalize and progress on itself over time. You will be a better person the next day since you started today. And then that next day, you have the wisdom from the day before to say, what else can I change or alter to make this a little bit better? Where are the results coming from when I do this or when I do that? Or maybe when I pull this away, when I pull that away, but you'll never know the answer until you start. So if you're that impatient, then you don't deserve the results. The wisdom is what gives you the results. The wisdom and the experience is what gets you the results. If you don't start and you're looking for that quick fix, you don't deserve the results. Yep. That's and it. that's exactly why we're creating the growth minded project, which is a very slow, gradual start to a lifetime of good habits. If you good, have six months of time yeah, to say, hey, look, I am who I am right now. I'm unhappy with who I am right now. But take that first small step and understand that is going to be six months of training until you are on your feet, creating stuff on your own, living a happy, healthy life. And so keep that in mind. Growth-minded project coming soon. And I think with that, we are ending this podcast. Yes. An hour and 20 minutes. That was a good one. I like that. Mm -hmm. That felt good. Thanks so anyways, uh, thanks everybody for listening to Young Minds Podcast. Uh, stay growth-minded, right? Stay growth-minded. Stay open to everything, aware of everything. Ask questions anywhere you can. Talk to people who are way smarter than you, which I hope. Hey, you know what? Actually, if you guys out there are listening and you know someone who lives on Long Island or in New York City and you're like, wow, they're really smart and they should be on a podcast, reach out to us and send us their information. I would love, I want to interview more people. Hell yeah. When we had the astrophysicists on, that was amazing. When we had uh, Antoinette Biorti from News 12 on, that was amazing. I want to interview more people. Yeah, it makes a so lot. So I need you, I need help from you guys because I don't know that many people. Yeah, same. I'm exhausted. We, we've capped that we out. Yeah, yeah, we've capped out everybody we know. You've listened to all the cool people we know. So. <laughs> we could have them on a second time, but I'd rather have more. diversity. Yes, exactly. Shit. All right, guys. Later. Peace out. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah.